So welcome or welcome back to the Dumpster Fire that is our podcast. We're here to break the stigma against moms who smoke. Hey, it's Paige. I'm a single mom of two kids and a cat. My passion in life is creating videos, art, everything in between. I smoke recreationally and to help manage symptoms of borderline personality disorder. This week again, Carolyn was unable to join us, but I am joined by her cousin, Sabrina, from Cannabis-Infused Motherhood. She was featured in our third episode and is back to dive into the seven chakras with me. So yeah, if you want to give the listeners a little more insight on you. Yeah, for sure. So like she said, my name's Sabrina. I'm the creator of Cannabis Infused Motherhood. And basically, I'm just a mom of two special needs kids. And I'm fascinated with like energy healing and cannabis and how they kind of go hand in hand with each other. So that's, that's my passion. That's what I share about. So yeah. And your YouTube channel is like, I'm on top of all of your videos now. I'm like, oh my gosh, you posted another one. So excited. And so excited for the, sh- are you doing like a course on the chakras? That's what it I is? am. Yes. Um, there's a website called Canopy Media. They kind of like sent me an email because they saw my YouTube channel and they're like, hey, do you want to like teach on our platform? And I was like, okay. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. Yeah. That's so cool brand new and like the system has been being so slow I've been having trouble uploading my oh. videos so it's kind of putting a little bit of a damper on it but I'm sure I'll get that figured out soon and hopefully announce that it's live that's so exciting though oh, I can't wait to see it um so before we get started make sure to follow us on Instagram at moms who smoke podcast on Twitter at the moms who smoke and on Facebook we are moms who smoke do you want to shout out your Sure. Um, My Instagram is also Cannabis Infused Motherhood, and you can find me on Instagram and YouTube. And our podcast is also available on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. And after each episode, we release a survey on SurveyMonkey, where you can anonymously leave questions or comments you have for us. Um, So yeah, like I said this week, we're going to be diving into the seven chakras. I'm really excited to have Sabrina here, as she just said, She's very knowledgeable on it, obviously, and I've started reading up on the chakras, and I was really shocked at the signify, or how do I say this, like the, how colors associate with the chakras, because throughout my life, I've always had like a certain favorite color for, say, a year or two, and it was like periods of my life where I was going through things. And that's kind of how I got into the chakras, which I searched what the color yellow meant. Because for the last year, I've surrounded myself with everything yellow and everything's just got to be yellow. I feel like it's happy and I'm just working towards that. And so I started reading on that and it brought me to the chakras. And then when I was about 12, my favorite color was green. And I was going through a lot of stuff in my life. And green represents family and relationships. And I don't know, I found it really interesting. So... That is so cool that you mentioned that because my favorite color changes all the time too. And I never even made the connection that it can be associated with like chakras and stuff. Yeah, that's a cool insight. I like that. Yeah. That's really neat. That's what really got me into it. And then obviously like I love anything to do with stone, like gemstones or Mm -hmm. spirituality. I'm diving into all of that. And I don't know, the chakras just kind of came hand in hand with that. So for sure. Excited. Um, yeah, it's a whole rabbit hole. <laughs> it is. I love it. I've spent so much time. Um, so by definition from the Google, um, chakra means in Indian thought, each of the centers of spiritual power in the human body, usually considered to be seven in number. In number. In number. 
try and <laughs> chakra <laughs> is a sanskrit word meaning wheel and a chakra is like a vortex it's constantly it's a constantly revolving wheel of energy from my research at least yeah that sounds right <laughs> yeah um so these vortexes connect to the subtle i actually got a pamphlet i ordered a chakra set so that's kind of where i've got a lot of my information from um but i've also kind of back checked it with different websites and stuff that i found helpful but if you have anything or want to correct me in anything please jump in because okay <laughs> <laughs> that all sounds great so far all right so these vortexes connect the subtle bodies and act as trans transducers for life force energy traditionally there are seven major chakras associated with the physical body they're aligned with the spine and located in the base of the spine the lower abdomen the solar plexus the heart the throat the center of the forehead and the crown of the head um, when our chakras are blocked or not in balance, the free flow of energy is impended, leading to physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual disease. When the chakras are unblocked and free flowing, however, we enjoy optimum health. Yep, that's exactly it. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've gotten so far. And I, I've kind of dove into the different chakras based on color, which is funny that, I don't know, you didn't yeah. associate that. And that was the first thing that, I don't know. I get that's what I googled and that's what came up I guess but that's cool um do you so do you want to talk about each of the chakras individually or like well, we could dive into that a little bit if you want to maybe right. just like a super brief because we could like talk for hours on just oh, yeah. one <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um the most important thing I find when working with the chakras is to always start at the root because it's kind of like your foundation your base that's like your primal instincts and everything like that so your safety as well so when you kind of like work from there you kind of build a solid foundation and then each chakra above it will begin to align just kind of automatically because you're healing the one below it and it's yeah it's just all going all the way up to the crown of the head like you said so yeah um what exactly did you want to like touch on when we talk about these so, <clears throat> sorry, uh, what I found interesting as someone who was just diving into it was like the association with like it's different parts of the body. I, mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense because it's the seven chakras of the physical body, but I didn't realize that there was like a pinpoint for each chakra, I guess. And it's a fit like, it, I don't know, they each have a physical spot and it's not just like a mental thing. And that kind of shocked me. So like yeah. if we can dive a little into maybe where they're located and what they kind of signify or um, connect to, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Okay. So the root is at the base of your spine. It's associated with the color red. And like I said, it's um, your primal instincts, your safety, your need for food. Um, it's also like elimination. So like waste leaving your body, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's your safety and your home and kind of the aspect of your life that it kind of encompasses is um, like just feeling protected and not scared all the time. So if you're in fear all the time, you're probably got a imbalance in your root chakra. So it's important to kind of acknowledge those fears and kind of try to work around and figure out how to kind of tame them so that you feel secure. Okay. Um, and then going up to your sacral chakra, that one's associated kind of with your ovaries or the testes. So that's kind of the body parts. Um, and it's, um, sorry. Uh, like, like reproduction. 
yes, your reproduction, things yeah. like that. It's also your creative life force. Okay. So if you're feeling kind of stagnant um, and like not creative and having trouble like creating anything, um, that is definitely an imbalance in that area. And also the chakras can be excessive or deficient in energy. So sometimes when someone has like an overactive sacral chakra, they're kind of like a sex addict and just kind of um, overly emotional too. It has a lot to do with the emotions too. So you'll be overly emotional and just kind of spilling out everywhere. And when you're excessive, you're kind of closed off from that part of yourself. So from your sexual aspects and from your um, like emotions, you're kind of detached as well. So okay. yeah, it kind of covers that area of your life. Okay. And then the solar plexus. Oh, sorry. The color is orange. <coughs> yeah. um, and then your solar plexus. Um, that's your willpower. Like that's your... Um, yeah, just your ability to kind of like set goals and accomplish them. And that's represented by yellow, right? Yellow, yes. Yeah. So yeah. you're probably like wanting to get some things done in your life. So that's probably why you're so attracted to yellow. And it's kind of like a really happy, uplifting color too. So I kind of kind of understand why they go together. So yeah, it's really, I found it really interesting because that's right after my divorce is when I was really drawn to the color yellow. Mm. And after reading up more on it, like that's, everything that it kind of mentions was kind of what I was trying to build and like, you know, have my own things and take responsibility for my own things yeah. and build my own things and build my own life. And yeah. That's and awesome. Yeah, yeah. That really like kind of goes hand in hand. So yeah, you definitely were needing a little bit of stimulation in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's your, that's your willpower. That's like your drive. That's your, just what makes you like want to complete a project or even start a project, things like okay. that. Um, and then your heart chakra, it's kind of like the bridge between your lower chakras and your upper chakras. Um, that has to do with relationships with love. It also has to do with like your self love and like appreciation for yourself. Um, and yeah, like love is like the most healing vibration in the universe. So if you're having trouble either giving or receiving love, you need some healing in that area because that's what that's that's what makes life keep going is love. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that's an important one for sure. Uh, yeah, that one's represented by the color green. Um, and then we have our throat chakra. And this one is like our self-expression, like being able to speak our truth and just kind of express ourselves without being nervous. Or um, I actually had to do a lot of throat chakra work to be able to like actually record videos and things like that because I was such a chicken to do that kind of stuff for such a long time. For like two or three years, I was like very like... It's very difficult. It is. <laughs> it's not easy. But once you kind of find that bit of power in you, it comes a lot, lot easier. So. And I think, yeah. yeah, especially when you settle into, I don't know, your personality and you, mm. when you're first on camera, there's a camera you and an off camera you, and you've got to kind of mesh the two and, I don't know, become more confident to have your personality on camera. And, I don't know, yeah, exactly. That. I still kind of struggle in that area. So I'm Me still too. like, yeah, <laughs> just working on it as much as I can. And just, just doing it helps. Like it really does. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that one's represented it's kind of like a teal color and seriously my whole living room is teal like everything's kind of teal so I think that's why I'm so drawn to that color lately because yeah, yeah definitely need to like get my my voice going yeah <laughs> yeah even more. yeah that's really cool 
Yeah. Um, and then we have our third eye, which I'm sure most people have heard of. It's kind of, you know, um, that one's associated with kind of your spirituality, but also your self-awareness, um, your inner self, um, just like your intuition, your knowing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you have trouble trusting your intuition or even just kind of realizing that you have one, then that's definitely a sign that you have low energy in that area and you got to kind of work on that Um, and it's also very important to connect your throat to your third eye like just get those two like going in sync because like your inner wisdom will come out through your your voice I was just gonna say that I I thought that those two would go hand in hand because it's one immediately connects to the other Mm -hmm. for sure so yeah, so your third eye is kind of responsible, yeah, for your self-awareness and just being able to be like, okay, so I've been doing this, it's not quite working, and I should shift and start doing this. Like, yeah. that's that's that energy force um, is in that area. And then you have your crown. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say something. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then you have your crown chakra, which is the crown of your head. Um, it's usually represented by, like, yellow or white. Um or violet, not yellow, sorry, <laughs> violet or white. Oh, you got a bunch of crystals there. Yes, clear quartz. <laughs> oh, I have a collection started. Nice. I kept posting pictures, and I was like, oh, I think I need to start buying myself some crystals. <laughs> and then I ordered them. Etsy's my favorite for that. See, I actually, the website I found through Etsy, but it's like a, another based company. They're in oh, Manitoba, nice. I think, so. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So your crown chakra kind of connects you to God or the divine or the universe or what, whatever your belief system is, it connects you to that kind of source energy that um, just because we're all interconnected and it just, it kind of connects you to everything and everybody else. Um, It connects you to the earth, like animals, plants. It's just kind of that oneness. So that one is a little more kind of just kind of out there concepts, you know what I mean? Because, like, if you're first diving into, like, energy work and, like, the chakras and stuff, it all seems kind of like, you know, a little kind of... Like uh, woo-woo kind of stuff. Woo-woo, that's, that's like, just like, exactly. like having sage sitting here and, like, mm-hmm. oh, I got that kind of stuff. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Stuff. I have my incense going, but like I have a new little one and oh, I have my so ears. <laughs> you really almost perfect. don't want to, eh? It looks so perfect. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's been sitting there for like two weeks and this room really needs it though. So in the next like week or so, I'm going to take a day. And, That's awesome. Uh, my husband actually hates sage or incense yeah. or anything like that. I have to wait till he's gone. <laughs> so much All over the house. <laughs> yeah. Get those bad vibes out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. That's funny. Living at my parents' house, I can. My dad's very sensitive, and I mean to everything. I hope he's listening and gets offended because I mean, like, you look at him the wrong way, and the man's offended. But especially with smell, he's just like so sensitive. Never had nail polish, perfumes, anything like that growing up, unless I hid them. And so since I moved in, I'm like every time the incense is out, another one goes on because (laughs) I need to make up for lost time. (laughs) But yeah, Um, that's cool. So, so, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, do you want me to talk about how like cannabis kind of incorporates into the chakras and things like that? Yeah, I'm really interested about that because I, I don't know, 
there's no relation right now for me other than the fact that obviously I have researched the chakras and I smoke weed and I don't think that's a big connection. <laughs> so, but, um, so cannabis is an amplifier. I think I kind of covered that on the last time I was on, but so cannabis amplifies intention. So when you're, let's say, working on your root chakra, when you intentionally choose a very grounding, like heavy indica strain, it kind of just helps you to kind of like, like super zoom in on that one area that you're working on and cannabis kind of amplifies the intention to heal that area. So using a really heavy indica for any um, like meditations you're doing to do some root chakra work and grounding exercises, um, things like that, just kind of connecting to the earth and just bringing your awareness and visualization and things because cannabis kind of helps open your mind to that stuff, right? So I find that, yeah, when you pair it with a really heavy indica, it's very powerful healing for the root chakra. So that's when we're looking at it. And just kind of working your way up, like through the chakras you kind of go from a really heavy indica to in your heart chakra kind of an even hybrid to your crown which would you'd want a really high thc um sativa yeah um just to like open you up like cerebral effects and things like that so yeah just kind of like intentionally choosing strains to work with a specific area really like amplifies that healing benefit interesting i yeah. think that i mean obviously I've, I've smoked for medicinally for five years now to work on certain things like anxiety and things like that and it's that's really cool because that's a really close relation to how I I don't know work on my moods using mm -hmm. cannabis and wake up in the morning and if I'm having a rough morning I'm going to smoke but then I'm going to sit there for 15 minutes and go okay so what exactly triggered me that I mm -hmm. felt the need to smoke or felt the need to have like extra help or something um and I'm able to sit down and calmly analyze that instead of, you know, going off into my spiral or, I don't know, I feel like I get more mental work done when I smoke. Yeah. And technically what you're doing is considered energy work. You're just kind of like analyzing your behaviors and kind of like, okay, I would like to redirect my energy to this instead kind of thing. Yeah. And this definitely helps that transition over from like, oh my God, I'm having such a bad day to like, oh, okay, I can kind of look at it from a different angle now. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, I don't know, I think maybe this is as a regular smoker. I'm very cautious about everything I say. This is my opinion and this is you know, <laughs> how I live my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that when it comes to spiritual work with cannabis, a lot of people discover that without realizing that they're doing it. And a lot of people that I've talked to have been like, oh my goodness, this has helped me in this way because I was able to do X, Y, Z. And in reality, like that's a, it was a big spiritual step for them to take, such as like cannabis has really helped me with my depression. And mm -hmm. be, almost because you know, it, I still have the mental fog, but it puts like a little bit of a almost guard on it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I can get up and do the things, but it's still looming in there. But then it gets it in my head that, oh, okay, I can do it when that's still looming in there. And this is possible. And it helps you take those baby steps to get you to. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And healing is not linear. I mean, like you could work on something for so long and then hit a roadblock and then you kind of take 10, 10 steps back. And I've yeah. 
definitely like experienced that with just losing my stepdad last year and my car accident, things like that. Like I felt before all that happened, I was on like a really like upward trajectory and then boom, like life fell apart for a little while and I'm just slowly creeping back up and just kind of doing that self-awareness and just checking in with myself once in a while and just kind of go, okay, like I need to, (laughs) you know, kind of move on and learn to let things go and things like that. That's funny because last week in last week's episode that actually went live live today, I was talking about the balance and I broke down my daily routine, which seemed like it had no time for me other than like going out for a smoke, I guess. Um, But then I broke it down further to like, in my daily routine that seems chaotic and I'm doing something every hour, where's that me time? Mm -hmm. And how do I work on myself during that time? And what am I doing? And like, I have questions on my calendar that I ask myself every day. And when I start to spiral, my newest thing is, okay, is what you're doing consistent with the life you're trying to live? What are you doing right now? Is this going to help you in the next moment? Or are you just wasting time and going into this spiral and that's That's, helped me a lot yeah that's a really good idea yeah Yeah, because like I'm familiar with like NLP and that's just kind of a different form of energy work that's what I like to call it and that is basically you're doing NLP exercises without even knowing it because just kind of like asking yourself these specific questions that you're like okay and then it kind of shifts your perspective just like instantly so that's great that's really awesome and I have to do that to myself too all the time like I'll be in a bad as a parent and I can't imagine like I again I said this last time but I I can't say enough about you as a parent just from what I know already (laughs) like I oh my god I I don't know I think I I feel like people just kind of see the highlight reel because there's days around like crying in the bathroom like hiding from my kids like I have bad days like just like everybody else and you know it's it's not easy but I don't know, just having that self-awareness about myself. I know what I need. I know when I need to take a step back for a little while, take a break, recoup. Cannabis really helps. Instead of, like, yelling at my kids, I'm playing and rolling around on the floor with them. You know, like... 100%. Yes, definitely. It's, yeah. It's, like, a godsend. (laughs) It is, 100%. I've really noticed, especially, I mean, since quarantine, just to be blunt, with my two kids home 24-7, I don't know how to be... Well, I, I do know. I do know how to be a 24-7 parent, but like I'm not used to being a 24-7 parent. Yeah. I'm used to that five days a week at school and me being able to go out to work and work on my own things. And it's been quite the adjustment. But like you said, with cannabis, it's been a lot easier. And the days that I feel overwhelmed, I go and smoke and, oh, I'm not overwhelmed anymore. Like I'm able to just, yeah. okay, why were you worked up? Like that was, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> go back in the living room. Like you can do school with them just because she said, the red crayon was orange 42 times doesn't mean that it needs to be a fight it's fine it can be orange today like but I've also I don't know how you do bedtime with your kids or how that works for you guys but the last three days I've put my kids to bed at different times okay and oh my goodness my life is so different they've been up till like 10 11 o'clock at night since quarantine started and I've never been that parent like I'm a 7 p.m bedtime mom needs her time parent (laughs) and the last two nights like they've just they settle they don't play and like make noises at each other for two hours it's just oh wow 
That's awesome. That's yeah, just we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have an 8 p.m. bedtime, but usually my kids aren't sleeping till like 10, 11 o'clock. Like they go to bed, but they play and they stay up. And sometimes my oldest recently has been up till like one, two in the morning and I can't sleep until he goes to bed. So I'm like up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my sleeping habits are all over the place lately. But yeah. I know I want to like get on a routine. <laughs> I'm scared for when it all goes back because like they put our, I don't know where your kids go to school, but they changed our time to 930. They started oh. at nine. Now they start at 930. Well, that's great. But my kids play in the morning and like this morning they let me sleep in until 1030. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I got up and I was like, who are you? <laughs> Whose kids are you? You can stay. But, <laughs> They're like, we let you sleep in. We're hungry. And I'm like, oh, I bet you're hungry. I'll, get, I'll make you food. It's okay. <laughs> but well, no, it's just, yeah, it's going to be quite the adjustment because, I don't know, life is so different now. And I, now we've gotten used to this, like I'm sure a lot of families have. And it's nice to have the time with the kids and be at home and relax. But at the same time, like getting back to that routine I'm trying to start it now so I don't struggle then <laughs> yeah I know I've been feeling the same way like my husband's supposed to return to work probably next week like it's kind of wow. like up in the air right now but that's going to be an adjustment just like me doing it by myself yeah things like that so yeah I'm, I'm nervous I'm nervous about that I can't imagine we like give each other breaks and like if one of us stayed up all night we let you know we like take turns sleeping in and yeah yeah so it's going to be all on me for a while <laughs> but it, it also might be nice because then when he gets home, he's going to be like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> go have a break. And you might get that every day for an hour instead of every second day for a few hours. And mm -hmm. you know, it'll just be an adjustment. Yeah, it'll be a new normal, I guess. <laughs> I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for you too. I say it's going well, but like today, I, I don't think, I did school with them and we went outside and played in the puddles. But in between that, I was on the couch all day. It was, a, it was it was a rough day it was fine there was also like i swear to god five days worth of crumbs on the floor today and i swept it yesterday like swept it well yesterday <laughs> pretty sure they did like oh, they just poured chips on the ground and danced Probably. on them <laughs> my kids do this so it's so messy there's food everywhere uh, do you have a dog at least like i have a dog? cat oh okay um, my dog eats a lot of the leftovers so it helps but, me out he's really like coming into the life of a dog because like today I saw him run across the room with a full pack of wipes in his mouth oh my God. <laughs> and like I'm pretty sure the bag weighs as much as he does it was comical I was like okay Cass like I took it away from him but I was like you're a kitten still this isn't I saw him with a chicken nugget too I took that away I just oh my gosh. it's so hard to keep it away from and then he goes onto the counters and like I'm trying to, they're starting to learn because once he drinks out of their cup, they can't drink out of it. He's not mm -hmm. vaccinated yet. So I'm just yeah. being super <laughs> cautious, but now they know. So I don't know. It's kind of teaching them lessons and the cat might be getting a little fat because there's food laying around. <laughs> <laughs> Good balance for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what else to... It's really hard not having Carolyn to bounce off. <laughs> <laughs> just an extra <laughs> she has good ideas when I go blank um yeah well I can do my I guess weekly check-in even though I recorded two days ago <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah I don't know I've been the, the last few days have been good my kids have gone to bed on time today it was really gloomy and I spent all day on the couch but I don't feel guilty for it which is like 
I think the first time that's ever happened. So yeah, no, the last few days have been good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So this has been our, it's been our eighth episode. It's been two months now. Doing really good. Um, yeah. So thanks for joining us this week. Sorry yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah. Sorry, that's a little cringy without, you know. <laughs> very awkward by myself do a lot of editing <laughs> all right well i will link all of your stuff down below all your um pages if anybody wants to go check her out again she's cannabis can <laughs> cannabis infused motherhood on instagram and facebook and youtube on facebook do you have a page yeah. on facebook okay yeah i do yes I was going to say, I thought, I'm pretty sure I follow it. Um, and yeah, as always, all of our stuff is down below. There's our survey monkey link. Maybe don't leave comments from, you know, how I'm doing on my own. But if you have questions about the chakras, anything that's going or anything, words are hard. <laughs> it's been a long day. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> so that's this week's episode. I'm not going to try and blurb all that out again. If you want to check us out, all the links are down below. And we will see you next week. Our next episode. Bye. Bye.